And Lord, we thank you and we bless you this morning. Father, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the Father that you have brought us in our lives, in our marriages, in our families. And Father, may your name be glorified. This morning, Lord, as we have come, Lord, to listen from you. Lord, we thank you for the hearts that you have prepared to receive your word. And Lord, I pray as your servant, may you hold what is mine and put forth your word. All for the glory and honor of your name, because your word will never come back void to you. Father, we thank you and we bless you, because there is none like you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and believe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's appreciate the praise and worship team. Amen. Good morning, Living Faith Ministry. Praise be the name of the living God. Hallelujah. I want again to take this opportunity to thank the Lord and also to thank the leadership of Living Faith Ministry to allow me to come and share God's word. And I say this, and I will say it again, it is not by my qualifications, but by the favor and the grace of God. Amen. Uh, before we start our sermon, yesterday we had a very beautiful day when two were joined together. Amen. And after that, we went for a reception uh, far away from here. And it was really good. We were not as many as we had today. But the joy that was around this place was really awesome. I was among the people who were shouting the loudest. Because there is nothing as beautiful as marriage. Amen. And to be done in the right way. I remember my mom used to tell me most of the time, I'm praying that you'll get married in church. Because one of my brother is also a pastor in Mombasa. He got married officially. So it was, it was really an honor for any parent when their children walk down on aisle to come and do it the right way. Amen. And I'm also here to encourage the, the youth who are not yet married. Let's do it the right way. Amen? Amen. So, with me and my uh, committee, my committee is my mind. Yesterday I saw some dancing styles. <laughs> Daktari <laughs> made some moves. <laughs> Those are some of the things I will never forget. I was trying to look for the name of the dancing style that Dakchari made, but I could not find. But I think I'll come up with one. Because he's a doctor, I think we shall call it molecule style. <laughs> I saw Elder Mbuti, I mean Elder Kiuna <laughs> and the wife. Oh my God, these guys have got moves. And we danced to Fririda. My friend, it was a good day. I saw people dancing. And I saw smiles. Live about the masks now we put on. Some, uh, to be very honest, here on the altar, there are people that forgotten their full faces. <laughs> so yesterday it's when I saw their full faces and their real smiles. And we bless the Lord for that. Amen. Um, 
Last week, we, we talked about unmasking ourselves. And uh, as we are sharing this, God has been speaking to me also throughout the week on how to continue, even me as a minister of God, to continue unmasking myself and be real in everything that I do. And um, still, I want us to ask ourselves, who is the real you? Who is the real you? The real me is my identity in Christ. After unmasking yourself, and then after knowing who you are, then you need to know that you have got an identity. Just like when you present an ID to any office or application that you are making. The real me is my identity in Christ. Jesus, the Son of God, died on the cross to give us the goodness that belong to him. When we believe in Jesus, our reality changes. When we believe in Jesus, our reality changes. When we used to be defeated and cast down by things of life, all of a sudden we become victorious. It's when we believe in Jesus. Jesus gave us a new identity. The real you that is in Christ now is a redeemed man, a forgiven man, a sanctified man. The real you that is in Christ now is a redeemed woman, a forgiven woman, a sanctified woman. It does not matter what your past records, but what matters is now and the future. Can I get an amen today? Today, we are talking about protecting the real me. Protecting the real me. After unmasking, you find who you really are, then you need to protect it. You need to know who you are in the kingdom of God. Brothers and sisters, whether you like it or not, child of God, the devil is after your identity in Christ. The devil will always fight you. If you are a Christian who prays for an hour a day, the devil is there working for 24 hours a day to make sure you are down. Protecting the real you. When you find yourself anxious and depressed, it's most likely that you have forgotten who you really are in Christ. And it happens because we are all human beings. Sometimes things don't go well during the week. We tend to forget ourselves. But if you are in that position, then I want to remind you this morning that you need to know the real you and you need to protect your identity in Christ. Your identity in Christ, which is the real you, has to be protected at all costs. Amen? Your identity in Christ, which is the real you, has to be protected at all costs. The way we protect our families, the way we protect our businesses with insurance covers, the way we protect 
our, I mean, the school fees of our children, the way we protect everything about yourself, then we should also work hard to protect, to protect your identity in Christ. There is one singer who sang and said, I know who I am. I am walking in power. I am walking in miracles. And it is one of the songs probably we have ever sung on this altar. But my question this morning is, whenever you sing that song, do you mean it from the lips or is it from the heart that I know who I am? When I gave my life to Christ, I knew who I was. From the time I gave my life to Christ, I knew who I was. I gave my life to Christ when I was seven years of age. I knew what I was doing. And later on in the walk of salvation, when I joined high school, I backslidden. And something happened along the way. While I was in form three, form one and two, I was in love. You know, those puppy love things. And then in form three, it was in 4th of February, which most of us, we know what usually happens. Valentine. Sikuya wapenda now. So I was heartbroken. And there and then is when I knew Christ will never leave me. Someone else can leave you, but Christ will never leave you. So from that day, I made a resolution to protect my identity. child of God, when you know and protect who you really are, a victorious life will be yours if you protect the identity you have in Christ. We are talking about rebuilding, but I want you to know that the devil will not sit down and watch you recover and put your life in order. Opposition will come. This morning, I want to remind each and every one of us, opposition will come. If you are a Christian who prays, mark those words, if you are a Christian who prays two hours a day, the devil works 24 hours a day. If you have got a business, he will make sure that business will not prosper. If you have got children, then he will make sure he will destroy your children. If you have got anything that concerns your life, the devil is working. Today you have offered yourself to come to, the, I mean, to, to, to this service. But the devil is working. You don't know what the devil has planned for you. We are here to remind one another that we need to protect our identity in Christ Jesus. The devil is at work. What are you doing? Let's read in the book of Nehemiah chapter 4 from verse 15. To 18. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 15 to 18. NIV version. The Bible says, When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to our own. Verse 16. From that day on, half of men half of my men did work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. 
those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. Amen. At that time, Israel was coming from captivity. And the walls of the city was in ruins. They were de defenseless, prone to attack from all sides. Just like all of us, an attack can come from anywhere. Because the devil is at work. But we need to remind ourselves, we need to be at work. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to be at work. We need to protect our identity in Christ. But just like us in this year of rebuilding, they decided to rebuild the walls. What are you rebuilding? They decided to rebuild the walls, but what are you rebuilding in person? They did not rebuild like normal builders, but as soldiers. I love that part. I don't know how many of us have ever built, but I have. Some years ago, when we were in a mission, we went to a certain place in Tanzania, and we built a dorm from the scratch. We built a dorm of 250 students who were to sleep there. We built up to the land, la, that place. Le? Yes, that one. Mm. And it was not an easy work. It was a hard work. But at that time, we did not have swords and every other thing. Probably the angels of the Lord were watching over us. We were still young at that time. But I want to, to give a call this morning that when you choose to be the real you, you will discover who you are. And when you discover who you are, then you need to, to protect your identity in Christ. And for you to protect this identity, there are some few marks or other points that we need to know today before we step out of these doors of the church. The soldiers, they had a tool on one hand and a weapon in the other hand. They had a tool on one hand and a weapon on the other hand. Wow. Try to picture that in your mind. Today I'm calling us not to be just builders, but soldiers ready to, de to do the work of God regardless of the opposition we face. Regardless of the opposition we face, we need to work and to do things like soldiers in Christ. In the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18, it tells us how to be soldiers of God. Allow me to read. Finally, be strong in the Lord and, his, and, and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Mark that. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Hey. Some of us will want to fight one another. 
But little did you know that it is not about that person you are fighting. It is the enemy that is working through that person. So in any war, if you want to win any war, you don't fight the physical. You fight from the spiritual realm. Unataanisha vitu uko. Anga zote unazibomoa. Za uchawi, za ukorofi, za nini. When you see some stubbornness in your children's life, it's not about them. It's about the fight that the devil is fighting you. And if you will not know how to protect your identity in Christ, then my brother, my sister, you are a dead walking Christian. The real you. Therefore, put on. I love this. Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, when it comes, when it comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth. The belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the redness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flames arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions. Pray in the spirit. Someone might ask me, Pastor, how do we pray in the spirit? We are getting to that. With all kinds of prayer and requests. As I was going through this verse 18, I, the Spirit reminded me, some years back, probably 2013, 2014, and I was praying. Because where I was in that ministry, there are some ministry that when a young person tries to rise, the minister feels like I'll be there will be a competition, but it wasn't about competition for me. It was about serving the Lord. So at that particular time, I was praying those crazy prayers that the Lord will connect me with a man of God that I will submit under and I will work under and help me to grow in my leadership. Amen? Guess what? Today I'm in that. God answered my prayer. So thank you very much, Bishop. God connected me and Danielle, my wife, my beautiful wife, with love. When I was throwing sweets and good words, me, I did not know anything about her parents. Completely nothing. Until one day, she told me later, they are servants of God. <laughs> Until one day I saw them preaching, that's when I said, oh, they are servants of God, hallelujah. But the truth of the matter, God connected Bishop and I in faith while I was praying back in 2014. And I blessed the Lord. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Keep on praying. It might not be, I mean, you might not be praying for Bishop or me, but there is one person that you know is a Christian somewhere. Just pray as the Bible commands us, or rather instructs us. 
Some of us want to be so nice and diplomatic. The idea of becoming a soldier puts them off. But today we want to become the real soldier in Christ. But let me remind you today that if Kenya went to war today with Uganda, God forbid, you and I, the citizens, will not be spared by the enemy. Never. So instead of just sitting there and waiting to be attacked, the Bible gives us weapon of warfare. Weapon number one, belt of truth. The belt of truth. Honesty of heart and mouth. Be real. Don't say things you don't mean or make promises you won't fulfill. Share my, I mean, uh, allow me to repeat that point. Honesty of heart and mouth. Be real. Don't say anything you don't mean or make promises you won't fulfill. That is the belt of truth. I will tell you, and I will keep on telling you this. As brothers and sisters, in this work of salvation, we need to be real. We need to be real and honest. We do not serve God with our lips, but we serve him from the bottom of our hearts. When we make promises, let those promises be real each and every day of our lives. Yesterday we saw some vows and uh, actually the people who were around they were really crying and the people someone texted me from meru and said akiwoye these vows have made me cry and this person was crying and it was really touching but it's not about just reading the vows it's about walking with those vows even after making those vows when i was each and every day it has been my prayer even for me the vows that i made to my wife that they will become real each and every morning so that I continue loving her because they came from the deepest part of my heart. Amen? Point number two, breastplate of righteousness. Breastplate of righteousness. The, this, the righteousness that comes by faith, no one is perfect, but if you have faith in God, he can perfect you. We go to war, but we need to guard ourselves. Just like the picture up there. When we go to war, we need to guard ourselves. And I love this breastplate of righteousness. It protects the heart. I am not a good fighter, but I can fight spiritually. And whenever I fight, on the physical part I know, when you hit someone from the heart, where the heart is positioned, then you can knock him or her down easily. So we need to put a breastplate of righteousness. And in all this, God is the one who perfects us. The Holy Spirit helps us to pray and to become real each and every day of our lives. And when we put things right with God, God becomes real with us, protecting your identity in Christ Jesus. Do you know who you are? The shoes of prepare preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. I have no doubt there are people that I can call early in the morning and say, can we go and evangelize in Chania, Chania area or Majengo? They will surely say, I am ready, Basi. And off we go. How ready are you
to share or rather to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. One of the Sundays I said, the reason as to why you are saved and born again, it's only one, because someone preached for you. Someone shared with you. There are so many ways of preaching the word of God. So many ways. You can share it out or you can live with the word of God in you and someone else get born again. A story, this, this one is a true story. It was not a story that was told. I know it. There was a certain mother in Mombasa. She loved the Lord so much. So, so, so much. And she lived according to the word of God. And guess what? You don't know who is watching you. Your identity. You don't know who is watching you. Believe you me, one day, one time, this mother just came inside the church, just like any other normal Sunday, and sat down. And then when an altar call was to be made, a certain woman stood and came forward, and he said she wants to get born again. And when she was asked why, this is the reason she gave. She said, you see that mother, I have been following her daily, how she does her things, how she walks, and every other thing. I am a Muslim woman, but I want to give my life to Christ because I've seen a testimony in that woman. Who are you? What is your real identity in Christ? Does your walk, can your walk reflect and someone says, I want to get born again because of, because of you? Where you work, do you do the right things according to the Bible or do you do things just according to you and the rules and regulations that were given in that company? Brothers and sisters, we need, we need to know the real identity in us and we need to protect the identity that Christ has, has given us. Just like the way we come to church or any other day, we wake up, we shower, and we put on our clothes, then we should put on all this that is required from us. Sometimes in battle, soldiers sleep with their shoes on because when the commander calls or the enemy appears, there is no time to wear shoes and tie those big soldiers' boots. And that is the truth of the matter. Just take a good example of a soldier. Soldiers, they are always ready. Are you ready for the work of the Lord? It is not a must for you to come and preach here to say that you are doing God's work. There are so many things that you can do in the kingdom of God. So many things. If you find a person in the street that needs salvation in their last hour alive, you don't go for fasting on the mountain so that you come back and pray for him or her. No. Your shoes of readiness should be on the on to give the gospel of peace at that very moment. When we read, I thank God I was brought up in a way that we were told it's not about carrying the Bible always, but keeping the word of God in your heart. The Bible says, how can a young man keep his way pure? Allow me to say, how can an old man keep his way pure? But the main point is by hiding the word of God in your heart. You can have the physical Bible, but does the word of God 
is it in your heart? When issues come, you don't have to run for the physical Bible. You just have to bring out the word of God in you. You have to decree and declare. Walk like a child of God. Boldness with power. Someone one day, one time, so I think I've said this one again and I'll say it again. I said, hey, Pastor, from today I respect you. Why? You can remove demons. Oh, so I was like, oh. You see the way we see at people. We look at people. Oh, you, oh, okay, fine. Yes, I can remove demons because I know my identity in Christ. Let me ask you, can you be called at a certain house or place like, Minister of God, come. There is a demon possessed woman or man here. Someone has called you to go and pray, but now you call bishop. Ah, bishop, I've been called. There is power in you that when you discover your real identity in Christ, then you can walk in it. You can walk in power. You can walk in victory. Point number four, shield of faith. Shield of faith. And I love this picture, plus the picture on, um, on our Kenyan flag, the shield. The, the point, the devil will challenge you as you rebuild your life. If you believe that God provides, you will find yourself in luck. If you believe God heals, you may find yourself sick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. If you believe that God provides, you will find yourself in luck. And if you believe that God heals, you may find yourself sick. But hold firmly your shield of faith and don't let it go. I made it my, 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 my tradition that before I report anything to anyone, I have to consult God first. And when we came together with my wife, we had to put Jesus at the center of our every decision that we make. Yes, we have agreed, but what does the Bible say? Yes, we have agreed we need to do one, two, three, but what does the Bible say? Does it go with the line with the Bible? Some of us, we are Christians, but involving God is 10% of what you give also. We need to involve God in every aspect and area of our lives. God wants the real you. The helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation protects your head. Your head represents the mind. To understand this verse better, let's read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8. It says, But since we belong to the, to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as breastplate and the hope of salvation as our helmet. Mark the word hope. Hope, it's everything that we inquire in Christ. Hope is what we look for because without hope, you couldn't be here. Without hope, you could be dead because you are hoping that tomorrow you'll be alive and do one two three but we need to put on an helmet i don't know if you have a picture of an helmet but today i asked my brother to bring for me just an helmet 
yes, I love this. The reason I asked him to help me with this is to share God's word. I don't know how hard it is, but I've ever seen a, a Boda Boda guy who was full in uniform, full in uniform, plus this helmet, and in Meru actually, and there was an accident, and I saw this guy, it was head on collision, and I saw this guy went up, he left the motorbike down, and he went, and he overturned on the air, and he hit the ground, but he woke up. Reason being, he was full guarded. The hell, because this guy could have been dead long time ago. May have ever seen motorcycles accident like this. Someone comes with a motorcycle, gets inside, pronounced dead, there and then. But when you put on the full armor of God, I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, God will be there to fight for you. You need to know your identity in Christ Jesus. Amen. The protection of your mind is hope. Sometimes you will be doing the right thing and the results are not coming as you expected. But you keep hoping it will be better. When you lose hope, your helmet, the mind is attacked. Worries, worry comes, depression comes, anxiety. We are Christians but we live in a world of so many anxieties. And all those diseases associated with the mind. Because God operates from the heart, but us, we operate from the mind. We calculate logistics and every other thing. If things are not working out, then depression comes in, issues of life comes in. But I want to encourage you this morning. When you put on the full armor of God, everything will work for us as brothers and sisters in this work of salvation sword of the spirit sword of the spirit oh i love this sword of the spirit i love that is the real sword but because i looked for a sword the whole day yesterday i didn't I didn't get one so i asked my brother again to <laughs> to yeah this is probably i'll call it the african sword and most of us, we know it, the African sword. But in our African, we call it panga. I wonder why sabuni a panga, little panga, but it's fine. But this is our African sword. Our African sword. The Bible describes and said, sword of the spirit, not of the physical. No, spirit. We need to fight our battles. All the other parts of the armor are protecting but here is your first offensive armor this one spirit one with the word of god you have the power not only to protect yourself but to also attack the kingdom of darkness you have the power to attack the kingdom of darkness if you are a christian who prays for two hours and sleeps for eight hours you need to wake up. This is a call to protect your identity in Christ. This is your call to protect your identity. If you are a Christian and you pray for two hours and you sleep for eight hours because you want to maintain and have the good health and every other thing, you need to wake up. A story about my, my mom. So when I was about 
13, 14, I remember I had, a, I had an attack. I was actually sleeping, and then I had a spiritual attack. There were some guys who were after me, actually, and they were actually strangling me, and some were going around that table, you know, singing those demonic songs. And um, I came out of the sleep, and I ran towards, um, I mean, I ran uh, to my mom's bedroom. I knocked, I usually knock. I knocked, and I asked, I, I cried. I said, mom, 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 nimota eh, tutumbaya. And then she told me, okay, let's go back and pray. And we prayed together with her. And then after that, this is what she told me. Now, if they come back again, you don't come to my room. What you do, you pray and you call out the name of Jesus. So she went, and again I went back to sleep. And those demons came back. So I was lying on a table, and there were demons who were going round. Uh, and then I could shout the name of Jesus in, in spirit now. In the name of Jesus, but it couldn't come out. In the name of Jesus, it couldn't come out. In the name of Jesus. And I think until the sixth, seventh time, it came out loud, like, in the name of Jesus. And I came out of there, sleep. And guess what happened? I started speaking in tongues. And I was as young as I was. It's only because I was sensitive in the spirit. Sometimes you get weird, bad dreams. But what do you do? What do you do? Do you have the power to destroy the kingdom of the enemy? We can all say in the name of Jesus, but when you say in the name of Jesus, does it have the power in it to heal the sick whenever you pronounce that name of Jesus in your life? We need to protect ourselves with the sword of the Spirit. The Bible says, pray without ceasing. Pray, my brother. Pray, my sister. Pray, my my auntie, pray my uncle, pray everyone of us as Christians, pray, pray, pray. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, pray, pray. For to become the real you, you need to pray. Prayer is the most powerful piece of the armor. Prayer is the most powerful piece of the armor. It's like a missile to the kingdom of darkness. When you know God is doing something new, in your life, the rebuilding is taking place. Pray and pray without ceasing. Ladies and gentlemen, at this juncture, I would just like us to stand on our feet. Pray without ceasing. We want to pray, and I want us to pray for our families. If you are here and you are a mother, if you are here and you are a father and you have children, you need to stand in the gap. You need to pray for them. It does not matter how long it might take. One of the things that I've learned from my mom, she'll always pray for us. No matter how old we are, she keeps on praying for us up to this day. Some of our children, the devil will attack them in the universities where they are, in the boarding schools where they are. But God is calling us to pray. God is calling us to pray and to stand in the gap. If you are here and you are a young person and you are trusting the Lord for your own personal needs, just pray. Pray in time. Don't pray when the problem is here. Pray for the future. 
pray that the Lord will fulfill some of your prayer items. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know your real identity in Christ, you don't have to wait for worship or any other thing. Just start praying, praying for your family, praying for your future, pray for your business, pray for your workers if you have one. Pray for anyone who is related and associated with you. Just pray. And if you are here and you are a family, just hold hand and pray for your marriages. Because the devil is always ready to fight marriages. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, if you are here and you are married, look for your life partner and pray with him or her. It's all about marriages. The devil is fighting for marriages. And the devil is 24 hours working to fight you as a Christian. But this morning we want to decree and declare in the mighty name of Jesus that our marriages shall be stand firm in God. That our marriages shall not be found in the cases of infidelity. That our marriages shall not be found in the cases that, that does not praise the Lord. How I pray this morning, if you are here and you are a young person trusting the Lord for a new thing, just pray that the Lord will give you and will answer according to your need. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, child of God, this is the right opportunity to know the real identity in you. Just pray because the Bible says, pray without ceasing. If you are here and you have been praying for some minutes uh, but i want to let you know the devil is there working 24 hours uh, he will actually destroy you if you don't know the real identity in christ uh, if you don't put on the full armor of god uh, if you have been missing some of these armors uh, how i pray that you pray this morning for god to give you the right armors uh, in the mighty name of jesus uh, father we thank you and we bless you if there is any marriage uh, that is at a place of breaking. Father, I pray for healing in those marriages. If there is a father and a mother in this place who are having issues with their teenagers, who are having issues with their children, Father, I pray for a peace that surpasses all human understanding in their relationship. Father, I thank you and I bless you. Father, I worship you because there is none like you. How I pray that, Lord, as living faith ministry of Father, you will take us to another level that father we shall have time to pray time to seek you time to our to have our personal devotion with you father we thank you for the father that you have brought us may your holy name father be glorified may you father be lifted up because we know and we believe there is none like you let's appreciate this mighty god let's appreciate him and let's adore him because he is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, knowing and believing there is no one like him. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray, trust, and believe in you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray, church. And let this one not be the end of praying. Sindio, amen. Uh, you can say hi to your neighbor, and God bless you for hearing his word.